This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Hurley. Episode 6, Living on Lockdown, The Art of Delivery and Takeout Dining, and Grocery Shopping. When California announced its shelter-in-place policies on March 19th, they included strict rules for restaurants, fast food outlets, supermarkets, and grocery stores. In today's episode, we're going to explain how you can continue to enjoy your favorite restaurants while also sharing best practices for grocery shopping during shelter-in-place. While my comments are based on the California experience, and after all, we are a state of 40 million people, the takeout and delivery, as well as grocery best practices, have been widely adopted across the country and even abroad. And San Francisco was the first U.S. city to adopt such policies on March 16th, so we have a little more experience than some other locations. Fortunately, we continue to see the COVID-19 curve flatten here in San Francisco. I just want to share a brief anecdote with you that came to my attention last night. One of our friends is an emergency room doctor at San Francisco General Hospital, which is the large county hospital and trauma center here in San Francisco, one of the largest in Northern California. She was, uh, she came home early from her assignment yesterday, Thursday, and the same thing happened on Wednesday. And the reason she came home early from her emergency room duties was that the number of emergencies at San Francisco General was significantly down. And the expected surge in COVID-19 cases just hasn't materialized and certainly is not showing up, didn't show up Wednesday and Thursday night in the emergency room. So I wanted to share that little anecdote with you. It's not something which is going to be publicized in the news. It's not something you're going to see on the six o'clock news on TV, but it's another encouraging indicator that here in San Francisco and in the Bay Area, we are beginning to see a decline in the COVID-19 cases, which is good news, not only for us here in California, but for all of us in the United States. But before we launch into today's topic, let's take a look at Friday's job numbers. The job report from the Labor Department shows that the U.S. economy lost 701,000 jobs in March. The unemployment rate now stands at 4.4% versus 3.5% in February. Now, that contrasts with a 10% unemployment rate during the 2008 Great Recession. And of course, there was a higher still unemployment rate 90 years ago during the Great Depression. So we can expect to see a higher unemployment rate throughout the month of April and probably a higher month, a higher unemployment rate into May. Our economy will continue to shrink. At this point, the country needs to think about a big mobilization. Some individual stocks and companies are taking a different approach. Apple will keep all of its stores closed through early May. 
On the other hand, we see a savvy investor, Warren Buffett, who's sitting on the sidelines with a $125 billion cash reserve ready to buy up bargain stocks. That's how he cashed in on the 1974 bear market, and that's how he cashed in on the 2008 financial crisis. A couple of stocks that are, uh, that are in the news this morning, one is Constellation Brands, which is the big alcoholic beverage distributor. Their flagship beer product, Corona Beer, is up. Alcohol sales generally, and unsurprisingly, are up significantly during this downturn. The Peloton exercise home, home exercise cycle, uh, their stock is up smartly today. And, the, uh, and that's not surprising as more people turn to home-based exercise. The beauty of Peloton is that in addition to the exercise cycle, you also sign up for a coaching app which is beamed into your home and beamed onto the screen in front of you. So it's as though you're participating in a virtual cycling class. On the other hand, the casino industry is effectively shut down. Caesars Entertainment, which is a proxy for the entire industry, has furloughed about 90% of its workforce. And of course, the Nevada economy is heavily dependent on casinos. So we are watching that stock and watching the Nevada economy closely. Coming back to restaurants, the Dave and Buster's chain, which is a large restaurant chain, uh, which you can find in many of the uh, shopping malls across the United States, they of course have been heavily impacted by the restaurant shutdown. And they're talking to private equity firms looking for equity and looking for uh, new investment. Starbucks, by contrast, which of course is the coffee and dessert chain, they are extending their benefits to their employees through early May. So today's 701,000 job losses for the month of March was the first monthly jobs decline since September 2010. So we've had a very good 10-year run of positive monthly job numbers since September 2010. And the 701,000 job losses in March came close to the May 2009 financial crisis peak of job losses of 800,000. So there's no way to sugarcoat these job losses. It's a big blow to the US economy. It's a big blow to the workforce. Keep in mind that unemployment claims are higher than job loss claims. Unemployment claims are higher than actual job losses because unemployment kicks in if you're laid off, if there is a furlough, if there is a reduction in force. So you will see you will see unemployment claims much higher than these job losses, but just keep in mind the difference. The unemployment claims that are being touted in the press are based on many temporary job cuts, as opposed to the 701,000 job losses, which are permanent job losses. So what is driving 
the job losses today? Well, the obvious reason for the job losses is a public health scare, uh, the likes of which we have never seen in our lives. However, as this COVID-19 crisis and as the virus works its way through American society and, and the American economy, it's becoming apparent every day that this is a manageable crisis. It is being managed. It's being managed at the city level. It's being managed at the state level. It's being managed at the federal level. So we will get through this. Unlike the financial crisis in 2008, which was brought on by collapsing home prices, the recovery from that crisis was very slow because so many parts of the U.S. economy had effectively been uh, uprooted and destroyed as a result of that crisis. That is not the case here. So I just want to draw your attention to that difference in the financial crisis that we share today versus the 2008 financial crisis. Now, let's move on at this point to delivery and takeout. Here in the Bay Area, we have 3,000 restaurants in San Francisco, and many remain open for takeout and delivery services. First of all, according to the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, there is no evidence that COVID-19 is a food-borne disease. I'll repeat that. There is no evidence that COVID-19 is a food-borne disease, nor are there any pieces of evidence that COVID-19 can be transmitted by food packaging. So how should you go about ordering takeout and delivery services from the comfort of your home? Well, first of all, let's, uh, let's define our terms here. Takeout service is where you contact the restaurant and you place your order and either the restaurant delivers it to you or you go to the restaurant to pick it up. Delivery service is where the restaurant directly delivers your order to you or you use one of the many apps which are popular in restaurant delivery. I'm going to review six of them later in this episode. So when you order your food from a restaurant, you can request a no-contact drop-off, and some restaurants will offer curbside pickup for takeout. Regardless of whether you order takeout or drop-off, maintain your six feet social distance at all times from the waiter, from the server, from the, the person behind the cash register. Always practice good hygiene by washing your hands with soap and hot water for 20 seconds and don't touch your face. And if you are in a high-risk population, wear gloves when you receive or pick up your food. Back in your home, remove the packaging, dispose your gloves, wash your hands before eating. You can order direct from your local restaurant if you want them to get 100% of your money. If you order through one of the apps that I'm going to outline, there will be, the restaurant actually pays the app a percentage of each order. So if you want to make sure that your local restaurant is getting 100% of 
the the of your money order directly from the restaurant and you may be surprised to learn that the restaurant has a free drop-off and delivery service or you can go and pick it up yourself now again California has banned all dine-in services in all restaurants, whether they are chains, independent restaurants, and that has been in place since March 19th. So only delivery and takeout is permitted in California and in San Francisco. And San Francisco began this policy on March 16th. And of course, we have 3,000 restaurants, 850,000 people, in the city of San Francisco. The best food delivery apps that I'm going to review with you, there are six of them. The first one is DoorDash. DoorDash is an on-demand restaurant delivery service to deliver breakfast, lunch, and dinner from your favorite restaurants. And they deliver alcohol also. They will deliver from restaurants, stores, and breweries and they charge a flat fee of $5.99. The second app is Grubhub. Grubhub is a food delivery and restaurant takeout app, which includes 50,000 restaurants in its network in 1,100 cities. You can choose your own cuisine and your restaurant from their menus. You simply tap the screen you order your food and the food is delivered. Grubhub's fees vary and are set by each restaurant. Number three is Uber Eats. Food ordering and delivery service from your local or chain restaurants nearby. You can use your Uber account to pay for the delivery service. And the fee for Uber Eats is $4.99 and again, that depends on the distance. Number four is Seamless. Seamless is a simple way to order food for delivery or takeout from thousands of restaurants and thousands of menus in your neighborhood. The beauty of Seamless is that you can get access to local discounts and local coupons from restaurants. And there is a $6 fee for using the Seamless service. Number five is Postmates. Postmates enables you to access food, groceries, and alcohol from 100,000 retail shops, groceries, and restaurants, and more. There is a monthly flat fee of $9.99. If you do not opt for the monthly flat fee, there is an individual order fee of $1.99 to $3.99, depending on whether you order from one of their partner restaurants. And the fee goes up to $5.99 to $9.99 if you are ordering from a non-seamless partner restaurant. And finally, number six is Delivery.com. Delivery.com gives access to restaurants, groceries, alcohol, gifts, and even laundry. Yes, they will pick up and drop off your laundry. So that, uh, that seems to be unique among the larger uh, food delivery apps, the fact that they will actually pick up and drop off your laundry. Delivery.com's fees varies by restaurant and stores.
Now, grocery shopping, of course, is, is another area that we want to focus on today. And before we, we launch into the discussion of grocery shopping, let me just give a shout out for the grocery workers, uh, supermarket workers, grocery workers. They are frontline workers. Uh, they go to work very early. They stay late. Uh, they are frontline contact with the public from the moment they arrive at the store till the moment they go home. Please try to respect supermarket workers by shopping strategically. Uh, go to your favorite supermarket or grocery store early or choose a time that you know that works for you and that in the past has been a time when fewer customers are in the store. Please don't bring the whole family with you if you can avoid that. Bring a list so you can be efficient and get in and out of the store fast. And always observe social distancing. If you see a friend or a neighbor that you haven't seen for a while, please don't socialize there in the supermarket. Take your conversation out to the parking lot or ideally take your conversation to, uh, to the telephone. So once again, please respect our supermarket and grocery store workers. Specifically for grocery shopping, some tips. Shelf-stable foods like canned goods, tuna, whole wheat pasta, rice, beans, lentils, legumes are a great staple for our pantries during this time of crisis. Use your freezer for meats, bread, and more. Dried fruit is also a very nourishing and uh, easily stocked and shelved uh, commodity. There are no food shortages, so there's no need to buy out your local grocery store. Most supermarkets and grocery stores are restocked in 24 hours. Buy what you need, and if you need to return in a few days, the shelves will be stocked. They will not be empty. For your freezer, fresh foods can, fresh foods can be frozen, so take full advantage of the fact that you have a freezer for meats, bread, deli meats, even milk. Cheese and yogurt don't do very well in the freezer, so I would avoid using the freezer for both of those dairy items. Um, frozen fruits and vegetables. I know in uh, of recent years, we've, we've tried to go uh, organic. We've tried to go with fresh fruits and vegetables, which we can still do that today. But don't overlook the frozen fruit and veg aisle in your supermarket. Um, most frozen fruits and vegetables provide as much vitamins, if not more, as compared to fresh. And this may be a moment to make an exception to your fresh vegetable and your fresh fruit um, policies for you and your family. Um, another piece of late breaking news from San Francisco, we always seem to be in the vanguard of social change here. Uh, we were one of the first cities in the country to ban plastic bags and to encourage people to bring their own shopping bags for their shopping. 
That policy has now been reversed. Here in San Francisco, we don't want you to bring your reusable shopping bags. We found that they are unsanitary and we are encouraging now customers in supermarkets and grocery stores to use plastic bags, disposable plastic bags, because they are more sanitary than the, uh, than the canvas bags or whatever bags we use over and over again. So who would have thunk that we would get to that point where San Francisco would be encouraging the use of plastic bags, but that's the world that we live in today. And of course, do remember that for senior shoppers, there are uh, special senior shopping hours. Check at your local supermarket to find out which days and which times are available for your senior population. So at this point, I think we've pretty much wrapped up our review of dining and takeout apps, as well as some tips on grocery shopping going forward. This is Jim Herlihy signing off for the San Francisco Experience from America's favorite city, San Francisco.